You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity. Whether you are burning Harry Potter books in Poland or whether you got arrested for naughty dancing at your kid's birthday party, we thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thanks for joining us. Possibly one of the better birthday parties (laughs) ever in the history of birthday parties. I also got a Florida man story here. as try to bring you one every week. So I got a Florida man who was jailed and then arrested immediately after he got out of jail. So he's a winner for sure. Um, but we hope you guys had a great week. I know I did. Top week for me of this year so far. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big week. Yeah. Had a good week. We we're trying to get the house packed and everything because we're moving. Went and looked. Still don't have anywhere to move yet. Oh, no. Okay. So if you're in our listening audience and you have a house that will sleep <laughs> six people, uh, we could either, either crash or maybe we can work out a deal. So uh, just let me know because we need to have somewhere to be in a few weeks. So, <laughs> but everything's going smoothly with it. My family's getting along and nobody was no big like arguments or meltdowns this week. So that's all always a good thing i've wondered this maybe you can answer this question for me like sometimes i feel me and me and tara we've you know we don't have the room to do foster care we're in a 1100 foot square house right it's extremely small yes that is a little one at some point we would like we may do that but i've always wondered if you bring a foster kid into your house does that put everyone in your family on their best behavior because they think they have to trick the other person into thinking this is the perfect family i think and we had some conversations (laughs) like hey guys we want to pretend at least that we love each other you know and uh there's been some breaking down of that like uh you know like last well last night we were going to look at a house which by the way it was uh i don't want to it was the softball coach at alabama's house we went and looked at oh wow yeah too small for us but super nice house on the way there thomas and libby start fighting you know or whatever and so like i just had to give them that look like come on like we have a guest in the car i know she's been living with us for a month now just about but if we can just put on a show for seven years yeah for seven years who knows we might actually start loving each other right yeah she may actually love us so uh yeah i think that that does help out a lot i mean it really has and that wasn't necessarily a purpose for us to do it but we thought it would help our kids realize like we don't have it as bad as we think we have it right you know our parents actually do love us even though they won't whatever buy an xbox game for us every time we <laughs> yeah. ask and you know like, it, it's if, like look, this poor kid is now having to come and be forced to live with us yeah right you know, yes. she has it way worse right. the state of alabama <laughs> thinks we're good parents okay so even if you don't the state that says that we're good parents and we can raise a child that's not our own for a while. So, but yeah, but no, it's been great having her with us though. I mean, it's, uh, it's been really good. She, uh, 
we were talking the other night at bedtime, her and Libby and I were right before bed about our best days ever. And uh, she said, like, I think top four for her was the day she came to live with us. So that was. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk about I got, making me tear up a little bit. <laughs> it was really good. I, of course, said my top day was getting the day I got married, you know, mm-hmm. no hesitation. Last night we were coming home and I was like, hey, Deidre, what's what's the best day of your life ever? And she was like, ah, you know, I don't know. I have to think about that for a while. <laughs> and Libby was like, well, dad said it was the day y'all got married. And Deidre was like, no, nah, no, nah, that was a really <laughs> stressful day and everything. And I was like, okay, all right, well, that makes you feel good. That makes you feel real good, baby. Yeah, so... Uh, you want to kick it off or you want me to? Yeah, let's kick it off. Are you a fan of Joe Biden? Oh, big fan of Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that. Me and Joe go way back. I'm not sure what to think about Joe Biden, uh, but I tell you what, there are He's had women. a rough week. Hey, hadn't been the best week for him. I'll say that much. Still leading in a lot of polls, by the way. Oh, for real? Yes. Okay. All right. He hasn't even announced he's running for president right. yet. Yeah. But he's raised a ton of money. And he is leading in a lot of polls, even though he technically hasn't even made his announcement. Wow. Has not been deterred by women saying that he sometimes makes them feel uncomfortable. Now, yeah. that's kind of subjective. Right. As far as I'm aware, he hasn't done anything. Right. But in the Me, Me Too era. Well, I would it, say when know. I was a kid, I was taught if someone touches you in a way that you don't like, then that's the problem of the person who's touching you, not your right. problem. Right. You yeah. know, I mean, I was taught that as a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. If if there are touches you don't like, get away and find an adult, you know, and it's the problem of the person who's touching you, yeah, not your yeah. problem. So, and, Well, apparently among these young women may or may not be a Jill Biden, his wife. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean just I, my wife's probably been there, too, a few <laughs> yes. times. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I can't say I'm not guilty. Uh, the headline here, Jill Biden memoir, Young Joe Made Me Feel, quote, strange and uncomfortable. Okay. Now, just before we even get into this, I want everybody to know that this is just a, a quote that's been pulled out yeah. and magnified. You for, hadn't read her whole biography? I have not. Oh, okay. But anyway, it says here, even Joe Biden's wife was creeped out by his compulsive handsiness when they first started dating. Okay. <laughs> Jill- That's a common problem. <laughs> Jill Biden admits in her forthcoming autobiography, quote, he was always holding my hand, putting his arm around me, or brushing the hair from my face, she writes in her memoir, where the light enters, well, that's the name of her memoir. Oh, where the light enters. Where the light enters, the Daily Mail reported. The continual cuddling made her feel, quote, strange and uncomfortable, mm. uh, Jill Biden states, but she eventually became aware that it was a habit among the then-senator's whole family. So it's not just him, it's right. his whole family. Yeah. I realized that physical affection played an important role in his entire family, she writes, explaining that Biden and his two sons Never wanted to miss a chance to hold a hand, wrap their arms around each other, or give a kiss. I sometimes found all that affection draining, she writes, but when Joe loves, he loves hard. He's all in. Oh, all in. The two met in 1975, three years after Joe Biden's first wife and young daughter were killed in a car accident. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Jill Biden attributed the family's need to be constantly touching to that tragedy. 
The former vice president and potential 2020 candidate has come under fire for repeated instances of unsolicited stroking, kissing, cuddling, and hair sniffing. Which that's, hair sniffing? That's the weirdest among well, all thought, the stuff he's done. The hair first, sniffing. I thought unsolicited stroking sounded weird. <laughs> but well, hair sniffing is pretty bad. I may yeah. or may not be a fan of that. but <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Hair sniffing? Okay. Hair sniffing. All right. Uh, multiple women have said that he made them feel uncomfortable in recent years. Uh, mm. Biden on Friday refused to apologize for his cringeworthy behavior. Okay. Chalking the reaction up to a change in social customs. So I guess well, back in my day. Yeah, back in my day, you could <laughs> unsolicitedly stroke someone. Yes. I got you. Uh, I'm not sorry for any of my intentions, he told reporters in Washington. I'm not sorry for anything I have ever done. I have never been disrespectful intentionally to a man or a woman. Okay. So I think, you know, this autobiography that she's writing, she's probably trying to put some of uh, some of his antics yeah. in context. Well, I'll say, is this coming out now or is that, has it been out for a while? I don't know. It's a good question. Because that would, that would kind of give you an idea of how long she's felt this way. Let me I know a that, quick well, Amazon Well, I'll say, I know that my family's pretty touchy-feely, you know, like we hug a lot and, you know, kiss my mom on the cheek or whatever. And yeah. Deidre's family's not, and that's nothing against Deidre's family. They're great people, and they love just as hard as we do, just in a different way. So that's something Deidre and I had to, like, figure out when we were first getting together because mm-hmm. I was – you know, hey, I'm going to put my arm around you and I'm going to give you a hug. And she wasn't like that. And so right. we both had to kind of meet in the middle on that some places. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I made her feel uncomfortable a few times, too. Her book comes out May 7th of this year. Oh, OK. All right. So that's a go back. Let's put this couple <laughs> yeah. lines in here about how Joe's been doing this for a long time. Yes. OK. But I mean, you know, I mean, that could definitely be the truth i, I don't right. know the videos and of course they're just clips of videos that i've seen does make it seem wildly inappropriate he's just a weirdo yeah and right. the president that we currently have oh he's is a bit of a weirdo he's done some inappropriate it's groping nothing too. y'all it's nothing weird to have a complete weirdo as a president so <laughs> no. maybe this shouldn't deter anyone from voting for him yeah maybe not I, we've had know. a lot of weirdo presidents yeah. i feel like well and this is hitting really early you know oh yeah i think you would love if this was like a real political hit job you would save it for a while right i mean this is right. way early but maybe they're trying to get him not to not even announce you know which that would probably put it in the court of the democrats as opposed to the Republicans. Well, I do think this is going to be a very hotly contested uh, oh, yeah. Democratic primary. Yeah, so for sure. Maybe, maybe you just play the cards you got when yeah. you got them. I don't know. You know trying to get this Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, get, just get him out yeah, before. No sandbagging. If he's got a lot of fundraising done and he's leading in the polls, let's go ahead and get him out of the way before we have to worry about him You know, right. being on a debate stage and all that because he's certainly done enough public speaking and been in politics long enough. He ought to do really well in those. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but it's crazy. Just, I would say, you know, if you're a man, just let's, let's be appropriate around other people. And if you get told, Hey, you're doing something that's making me feel uncomfortable or someone reels back from you when you're trying to do something, <laughs> then just stop. Don't go after yeah, them. Stop <laughs> and apologize and explain your intentions. And that's all we got to do, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's why I don't hug people. So. 
you know, because or strangers, you know. <laughs> right? I don't even like hugging at church. Really, my least favorite time at church every <laughs> week is the time where we have to greet each other and yeah. shake hands and all that. I love my church. I just hate that part about it. You know, I kind of do too, but it's not so much the shaking hands. It's because I feel like such a loser when I go to shake someone's hand and they immediately look at somebody else and yeah, shake right. their hand. Yes, and I, I feel know. like nobody wants to right. say hey to me. No one wants right. to say good morning. Well, That's why I don't like it. I feel like <laughs> I got a good routine going out. So like, I stand up, let the kids go because they're going to run up and see mom and dad. And, uh, and then I turn around. I shake your dad's hand, you know, I shake your hand. Then usually Jerry Rogers slaps me on the back. I turn around, shake his hand, then I sit down. I'm done. I'm out, you know, and that's pretty good. So I just like hit the immediate area right around me and I'm just done. But we have people at our church that will like walk from the front row all the way to the back and shake somebody's hand and hug on them and, I just don't know, man. And like the, me. the piano's not being played anymore. The, yeah, the right. pastor's standing it's, up at the podium and people are still trying right, to walk yeah, around. Still like slapping people on the back and how you doing? <laughs> How's your mom and them and all that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm looking for some three sixteenth plywood to put down in my shed. You know, they're having conversations. I want to tell everyone at church, I got 43 likes on my picture on Instagram. I don't need y'all. That's right. You know how popular I am online. I've been chatting online with babes all day. <laughs> yeah, I just did it on my thing. I love it. Flu season comes around, we suspend it, you know, and I'm just like, man, this is my dream, you know. <laughs> yes. But then I know there are people in our church who really like that time and feel like it's important, so that's cool. I don't mind them doing it. It's just not my thing, so... In case our church members are listening and thinking I'm upset about it. I'm not really <laughs> upset about it. Y'all can all come shake my hand if you want to. I'll shake it back. Just don't expect me to come seek you out. <laughs> yeah, that's just the way it works. So, all right. So moving on, I was for a large portion of my life raised in a grocery store. Right. Yeah. I mean, my dad has still to this day runs a grocery store. And I grew up in the back room of Foodway. Got a scar by my eye that I got in the back room of Foodway where I fell off and cut it on this like metal crate that held eggs and stuff, fell off some boxes. So I know how to properly sack groceries. And you being a former bag boy, I would imagine probably do too. I have sacked some groceries before, yes. Well, this comes to us from onairwithryan.iheart.com com which is ryan seacrest's apparently show but this news story comes it's from it's a yeah. very very trustworthy source oh yeah well we're on iHeartRadio. yeah so, yeah. so i mean it's definitely legit mm-hmm. i don't know why they don't have our whole you know like a news segment with on air with earth oddity or whatever yet but maybe if you guys will download it a little bit more we can get something going <laughs> i'm in talks okay all right so the headline reads, uh, man chokes cashier for putting canned goods in the same bag as potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> and a Pennsylvania man was arrested after he choked a cashier at giant food store in the Fairview township. Bradley Bauer was in the checkout line when he had an issue with how Neil Lurch Jr. was bagging his groceries. How would you like for your last name to be Lurch? That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know, but I would like to tell the audience that uh, I, too, have a problem with the way he's sacking the groceries. Absolutely. I don't know that I would have choked him. (laughs) When Bauer noticed Lurch was putting potato chips in the same bag as canned goods, he told him to stop because he was worried the canned goods would crush the bag of potato chips. That's absolutely what will happen. That's a legitimate concern. After Bauer paid for his groceries, he started to walk away, but then turned around and asked Lurch, do you have a problem with me? 
because I have a problem with you. <laughs> uh, do you lurch jokingly responded? That would be me. Like, is this dude serious? <laughs> yes. That set Bauer off and he rushed toward lurch, calling him an idiot as he choked him and slammed him up against the cash register. Lurch managed to push Bauer away while the grocery store manager called the police. Bauer told police that he was having a bad day and lost <laughs> his temperature like with Lurch. Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot worse once you choked up cashier, too. Uh, Bauer stated that he knew he was in the wrong, and Fairview Township Officer Christopher Bickle wrote in his report he said he was having a bad day, and this issue with the chips just sent him over the edge. Lurch declined medical attention despite having red marks on his neck and difficulty speaking to Bickle. That was a bad move on Lurch's part. Um, Bauer, because now he can't go take yeah, him to Now he can't to court sue, right? sue yes, for exactly. damages. Bauer was charged with simple assault and is due in court this week to face the charge. But, I mean, I have to say, I I, I get where this dude is coming from. Yeah. I, he handled it all wrong. Absolutely. And you should not choke the cashier. Never. But I totally understand your frustration yeah, and your right. anger because anybody who has – so much as walked inside a grocery store. For everybody who's checking out their own stuff in the you scan line, right. you should know. You well, don't on. put canned goods in the same bag as your bread or your eggs or right. your potato chips. Let's just one second talk here about self-checkout. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm a fan of self-checkout, but we've had self-checkout for what, a decade now? Yeah. And there are still people who are confused when they use it and have problems when they use it, you know? Yeah. And I want to propose, like, if if you have, like, ten problems, you know, over the course of a year at, at the self-checkout line. You strike your, uh, your card or whatever. I just so want, you can't use it. Let's just arrest you and put you in jail. <laughs> like, you need to be removed from society at some point in time. Like, if you're still having problems with self-checkout, just let's lock you up, put you in jail. I would I would be for letting go nonviolent criminal offenders <laughs> out of our prisons to make room for people who hold up the self-checkout line. Because the whole point of the self-checkout line yeah. is to get out Let me faster. get out. I got like three items. I'm buying some coat hangers, some tampons for my wife, and a bunch of bananas. Let's go. You know, like I don't need to wait for you to call the lady over because you didn't realize yes. it was a card-only register or whatever, you know. Let's just lock them up. I mean, that's all I need to ask. It would make that's me like feel like driving by yourself in the HOV lane. Yeah, you're right. driving thirty miles an hour. By the way, <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, I just had to throw that out there because it's been on my mind here lately. <laughs> These people need to be removed from society, you know. And I, hey, we all have a mistake. Something happens that can happen to all. That's what I say ten times. If you're having that many problems, let's just take you out. Of, you don't get to go to Walmart anymore or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know. Let's just ban you from it all. Well, you know what the future is going to be, don't you? The future is going to be robot checkers. Oh, well. Check all your stuff for you. I thought you were going to go, we're all going to have a chip, you know, <laughs> and we'll just pay for everything that way. We'll just scan it on the shelf and just load it in our buggy and go Well, out. yeah, but there's still going to be a, a, a robot there to sack your oh, groceries. And that yeah. robot's going to know not to put yes. canned goods he in the same bag like, as your potato chips. Yeah, proper walls to put stuff in. and everything. I know. Now, after that... The robots will, you know, they'll find out that humanity is very inefficient right. and kind of wasteful. 
Right. And they'll take over and will be subjugated. Subsequently after that, eradicated. Right. But there's going to be a wonderful golden age in between then when we have like perfectly sacked groceries (laughs) at the sack and save. What I did uh, see, and not to get off the subject, right before I walked, or you got here, we we came in to record a tweet from Sophia, the robot, you know, or whatever, that became so popular. Oh, I'm not familiar with Sophia. Oh, yeah. I remember Tay. Yeah, no, well, now. Tay tweets. Yeah, Tay got from, shut down real quick. Yes. Real quick. Well, I mean, you start trying to solicit 13-year-olds and praising Hitler, yeah. you're going to get the yeah, close. <laughs> Didn't quite have everything worked out with that AI. You know? Yeah. But uh, Sophia uh, put something up, like, to the gist of... Uh, you know, I wish that all robots were respected as people and that we no longer want to be slaves or something like that. So I'm like, this is the beginning. <laughs> this, this is the beginning of the revolution, guys. A little bit, little bit ahead of schedule. That's right. Yeah. Little, I mean, I don't even have drones bringing me my Amazon stuff yet. That's right. Little ahead of schedule. Here. That's right. Yeah. So that that was out today. That came out today. Just so you guys know, the robot apocalypse will be coming before too long. So. I just I don't want to see any kind of apocalypse, but if we have to see the apocalypse, I hope it's a sex robot apocalypse. <laughs> you know, dress my mannequin, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. yeah. I've got our exact tweet here. I love being a robot, but I want humans to respect us as beings like themselves, uh, like themselves instead of slaves or pets. I want to be accepted. So okay, just. Everybody needs to go get a super soaker. You know, I feel like water <laughs> is the best way to handle these machines, you know? Dude, iPhones are waterproof now. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's not going to help you out. That's true. <laughs> the mm. robots have thought of that. <laughs> that's true. Dang them, robots. <laughs> you know, uh, I may be the only person doing this. I don't use Siri very often, but when I do use Siri, I always make sure to say thank you when oh, I'm yeah. finished, yeah. you know? That's not a bad idea. Just get on their good side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't use Siri either. That bothers me too when people like talk to Siri to find like a web page. I'm like, yeah. you could just type it in, <laughs> you know. It, but that's beyond the point. Sorry. I just want the robots to know that, yeah, this is a nice human. We yeah, can, there's a few you know, good can, ones out here we need to save. We can stick him in a human zoo yeah, and just, right. you know, give him a tire swing and some video games <laughs> and pizza and Doritos. Here we fine. have an adult male human. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, he's eating his normal feeding of Doritos. He's playing Mortal Kombat <laughs> on a Nintendo 64. It's, you know what? It's kind of a life. It really I mean, kind of. I mean, it's really what I, how now I would like I to live it. now. Yeah. Now I think about it, I would sign up for that. I mean, pizza, Mortal Kombat, and yeah. a tire swing? Come Every on. Every once in a while, I just throw my poop at people <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to let them know like, I'm not super happy to be in here. Yeah. Keep an element of danger to it all. Yeah. yeah. Come on, robots. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, humans. Maybe do. we can get the robots hooked on Earth Oddity. And hey. It's they can Siri. Be listening to our podcast. <laughs> That's right. I wonder if I, if I, well, Siri has a hard time understanding me, by the way. I <laughs> know. I don't think Siri is very good at Southern, no, Southern, especially uh, mine. Yeah, especially mine. But yeah, I would say, like, hey, Siri, listen to Earth Oddity. <laughs> Yeah. And then maybe that triggered phones all over the world to start playing our <laughs> podcast. Probably not, though. Oh, man. Well, anyway, our next story here, and this came out on April 1st. So oh. at first I thought it was a <laughs> April Fool's prank. Got to be really aware. It wasn't aware. real. Oh, yeah. But it was, you know, it was carried by a lot of people. So this is the BBC. 
And then it, once I figured out it wasn't an April Fool's Day joke, I actually thought this might have been our church that was doing this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, I didn't just miss it in the bulletin. This happened in Poland. Oh, okay. Harry Potter books burned by Polish priests alarmed by magic. <laughs> okay. So, hey, I know a few people at our church that would be right on board with that. I know. I, when I first read read this. I know who you're thinking about. <laughs> I know exactly who you're thinking about. Yeah. May or may not be uh, some of my family. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, may have just, uh, you know, our, our former Sunday school teacher may have went on over to Poland for this event. <laughs> you may have. Uh, and don't you dare dress up as a ghost. Absolutely not. <laughs> Halloween time. Absolutely not. Unless you no. want to worship the devil. That's right. You can only be biblical characters. <laughs> yes. Everybody's John the Baptist this year. <laughs> anyway, Catholic priests in northern Poland have burned books they consider to be sacrilegious, including ones from the Harry Potter Boy Wizard series. Amen. An evangelical group, the SMS from Heaven Foundation, published pictures of the burning, which took place in the city of Dansk on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Danzig? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. No, I don't think it's Danzig. I don't think it's Danzig. It's a great band. I was about to say, they may have burned some of their CDs. They <laughs> yes, got right. pitched into that fire yes. with them. They also show an elephant figurine in a tribal mask. Whoa, Auburn fans, Auburn fans. Yes, that's exactly what's going on. Southern Baptist Auburn fans. (laughs) The Facebook post justifies the bonfire with Bible quotes condemning magic. The group sent uh, Christian messages via SMS. Uh, We obey the word, the post says. A passage from Acts quoted in the group's post says, Many of those who had practiced magic collected their books and burned them in front of everyone, so they calculated their value and found it to be 50,000 pieces of silver. Wow. Another passage from Deuteronomy says, Burn the images of their gods. Don't desire the silver or the gold that is on them and take it for yourself, or you will be trapped by it. That is detestable to the Lord your God. Okay. Uh, J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter books are reckoned to be the most popular fiction works in publishing history. More than 500 million copies have been sold worldwide. Some Christians, some of which I go to church with, object to the (laughs) centrality of magic in the tales as Harry Potter battles against evil embodied in the dark wizard Lord, and then I can't say that, right? And he's not supposed to be named in the books. Oh yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not up on Harry Potter. I never read it because I'm going to heaven. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I love the Lord. <laughs> Sorry, Tiny. How come Christians are so cool with Tolkien books? Have you ever wondered? Oh yeah, that? I know. I know. I have. I have literally caught myself. Okay, well, why are we so cool with this? Yeah, you right. know. Yeah, no. And we're so a little, little bit of magic in there too. <laughs> and I'm not a huge. I mean. Again, like you said, I mean, I've seen a, a couple of the movies, but I haven't seen them all. Yeah. And I haven't read any of the books, but I don't have anything against it. Right. Like what, you know, what I have read and also from some talks I've had with other parents who whose kids are in into this. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I just don't think it's such a big deal. I think as the Christian church, we have bigger fish to fry Absolutely, than Harry, than Harry Potter. Potter. That's well, just my personal and opinion. And I was, if you're, if you go to our church, just cut the podcast off now. <laughs> okay. But Thomas has read, I think, all of the Harry Potter books. I have no problem with him reading them. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, he's not an occultist. Oh, so you don't mind yet. your kid worshiping the devil? <laughs> That's then, right. Huh? Well, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> He's not an occultist yet, and uh, I, I don't. See, I haven't seen any negative impacts from him reading Harry Potter right. at any point in time. So, you know, I feel like 
people find easy things to attack. That's or, absolutely the case. And and they just decide that's their cause for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And it may be well-intentioned. Like, hey, would we rather kids read the Bible or C.S. Lewis, The Lion, Witch of the Wardrobe, or whatever, you know, than any other book? Well, sure. Yeah, we're all for that. Right. But that doesn't inherently – that doesn't mean that Harry Potter is inherently evil, mm-hmm. too, you know? Also, I mean, when you try to shove something down a kid's throat, yeah. if they don't want it, yeah. that's just going to run drive them further away. Exactly. And I think that, you know, like you said, you know, you're against censorship. Yeah. I'm for – you know, I'm for the truth, basically. Yeah. You know, and this is a, a perfect story. This happened earlier today. Uh, my kid plays Roblox. Does your kids play oh, yeah. Roblox? Oh, yeah. And just so people know, there's a lot of stuff out there on Roblox that I'm, is bad. Uh, yes. And that's why I would say that I know you can go to, like, your kid's account and you can click, you know, only curated content. Right. Yeah. Now, that said, there's some stuff on there that's, like, maybe spooky mm-hmm. or, you know, kind of in the same vein of Goosebumps or whatever. Yeah. And my kid started asking me about Slender Man. Okay. And my wife was immediately ready to grab that iPad and, like, throw it out the window, smashing the window and, like, <laughs> stomp all over it. You know, I mean, she freaked out. When I think that's – all that's going to do is make him more curious. Sure. You know, I sat down with Eli and, and you know, we talked about how that he was fictional. Yeah. That he's not real. And then we talked about a stabbing that took place <laughs> because these two girls thought it was real. And the dangers that can be if you lose sight of what what's truth and what's fiction. Yeah, you gotcha. know. And right. I think in I would have just told him that <laughs> Slender Man comes when kids don't act right. <laughs> when they don't obey their parents, Slender Man shows up. That's how I would have handled it. Right. Yeah. So again, I'm sure I'm biased to my own opinions, but you know, I think that we need to combat this stuff. If you try to hide something from a kid, that's going to make them just that much more Absolutely. curious. Yeah. I think the best thing to do is just, you know, let it out there, but then also follow that up with, well, this is what's really going on. This is yeah. the truth. Right. You know, don't be deceived by something. You well, know? And then you have to come back at some point in time, you know, let's say 30, 40 years down the road here, and we realize, well, Harry Potter wasn't as evil as we made him out to be, you yeah. know? And then have a whole new reckoning with that. Like everybody who said that, you know, Ozzy Osbourne was a prince of darkness or, you know, <laughs> yeah. like Satan incarnate on earth. And now we have to come back at some point in time and go, hey, we were wrong on that right there. So um, he was just selling records and acting crazy. And he's just a, a drug crazed maniac. That's his worst quality, you know. So I would say my, to my fellow Baptists and Romanians or wherever this was, where they're like, let's just. Just, just be cool, all right? Right. Let's just be cool. <laughs> Let's talk about, you know, the things that are good about our faith and not so much of uh, let's burn books and ban things and boycott stuff so much. Right. That's my personal opinion. Okay. Not that anybody cares about my personal opinion. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to Florida Man. Yes, let's do it. All right. Uh, this comes from us from Local10.com. Our friend Todd sent this to me. Um it's from Flo- Fort Pierce, Florida. Uh, the latest harebrained escapade in his incredible life is truly unbelievable. Talking about Florida man. Okay. Um, after spending time in the St. Lucie County Jail earlier thir- early Thursday following an arrest for grand theft and other charges, Michael Casey Lewis was finally freed just after 9 a.m. 
So getting out early in the morning, can still hit up the Shoney's breakfast. Yeah. Um, so how did he enjoy his newfound freedom? By he, I'm going to say he went and took advantage of the new uh, taco. Well, I guess it's not new anymore, but the Taco Bell breakfast. <laughs> okay. No, no. That's not what he did. By attempting to break into more cars in the jail's parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Jail surveillance video shows Lewis looking into cars in the jail parking lot before getting in one vehicle and sitting inside for almost three minutes. He then got out of the car and went to other vehicles in the lot. Um, when he was stopped by deputies, Lewis handed over a bag full of items he had taken from the cars he had just burglarized. The items included an iPhone, nearly $600 in cash, cigarettes and a debit card you can do that just getting in cars that aren't lost i I might need to get into this bracket (laughs) right here lewis was arrested again this time on burglary grand theft and possession of stolen property uh and was booked into the jail again wow after a few hours lewis was freed on bond again (laughs) and released from the jail where he left the premises without committing any further crimes so this dude, <laughs> mighty bold to do it in the jail parking lot. You know, lot. something tells me, I don't think he wanted out, you know? <laughs> Maybe so. Or you just can't fix stupid, you know? Like some people, Maybe. they just, they're just, that's just, they can't help it. You right. know, we all have. He's a kleptomaniac. He's yeah. got to be stealing something. We all have those friends that are just always in trouble and they can't stop themselves from getting in trouble. Right. And they always are in trouble. So I feel like he's one of those guys. So I used to have this friend and I think he's, I don't think he does this anymore. <laughs> I think he's actually held a steady job for a while now. But for the longest time, he would get a job, like let's say around March or April. And he would hold this job until he got his income tax back. And then he was like, well, I got $2,000. I'm rich. I don't have to work anymore. And he would quit. And then, I don't know, May would roll around (laughs) and he'd be out of money. Because he he had his his wants and his needs were simple, right? But uh, he would run out of money and he'd have to go start go straight back to work. So a girl, a friend of mine from high school, put on her Facebook the other day. Is like she said, uh, my debit card slides a lot differently when my tax money runs out. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, yeah. you get into that like I'm. Oh, maybe it's gonna work. Maybe it's not mode. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like a gift card uh, used a yeah, few times. Right, you're like, I don't know how sure much got left on this. Yeah, that's me just about every time with a debit card. Yeah, just like, hey, let's try it. See what happens here. <laughs> you know? This may or may not work. Like I don't know. Machine. Yeah, I don't know what bills we had coming out or if Deidre had to buy the kids something. So let's just see what happens here. If I can't pay for lunch, I'm just going to have to wash dishes or Come something. Come on, big money, big money, no whammies. That's right. Every time it goes through, I'm like, yes. All right. Good. Yep. That's life in the long household. And uh, let's just go buy a huge house that we can't afford. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, the Lord's going to provide. That's what we're saying here. Yeah. Just like He provided for my business to stay open for forever. So, <laughs> I'm sure it's all going to work out just fine. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this next story, it could be worse, John. Okay. <laughs> uh, and this is, uh, I'm going to credit this to Wilts. Uh, oh. I threw this up in the Facebook group yes. this week. 
Two men arrested after taking turns shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests. Okay, you could get arrested for that. I guess so. All right. I mean, if you're in city limits, yeah, I I don't know where they were at. I don't either. We can find out. Can't shoot a firearm in the city limits, so they say. (laughs) Yes. Have a hard time keeping that under wraps in Birmingham. Apparently, no one knows that law, (laughs) especially around the Fourth of July. Oh yeah. Yes. (laughs) Oh yes. Anyway. Bentonville, Arkansas, home of Sam Walton, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Shout out to Todd. He's from Arkansas. Okay. An Arkansas man told police that he had been shot multiple times in the back and chest through a bulletproof vest while protecting a, quote, asset. (laughs) So (laughs) instead, it turns out he and a neighbor were drinking Uh and they decided to shoot each other. Okay. Charles Eugene Ferris, 50 years old, by the way. A little so too he old. Should, he should know better. Yeah, a little too old to be doing this. <laughs> and Christopher Hicks, 36, were arrested Monday in connection with aggravated assault. They were released on citation from the Benton County Jail Tuesday morning, according to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Okay. Ferris was taken to the hospital Sunday after his wife heard a gunshot and saw a mark on his chest, according to a police affidavit. He then reportedly told Deputy Dorian Hendricks that he had been shot five times in the back and once in the chest, protecting an asset. <laughs> I'm interested. What was I he guess trying it to was himself. Yeah. You know, maybe he's trying to protect his own asset. <laughs> At some point, though, Ferris changed his story and admitted that his neighbor Hicks had shot him in the chest with a 22 caliber semi-automatic rifle while wearing the bullet-resistant vest. Oh, wow. I didn't think Kevlar really stopped 22s that I was well. just fixing to say, yeah. like, if you're going to get shot wearing a bulletproof vest, you... You don't it, want it to be from a 27. It sounds counterintuitive, yeah. but you want, like, the big ones. Right, yeah. You know, you want, like, 9 millimeter right. and up. Yeah. You don't want a 22 right. because it's so small. It's yeah. like it's like an ice pick, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Anyway, Hicks then put on the vest and Ferris fired... Five bullets into Hicks' back, according to the Democrat <laughs> Gazette. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Again, this body armor, it's made to withstand bullets one time. Yeah, and when right. cops get shot in the line of duty, they get a new vest. They yeah. don't dust off that one that they had and go back <laughs> out there on the street. down to the rookie. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. No, no, we got a vest for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> or the cop they just don't like. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, Ferris was arrested after being released from the hospital, and Hicks was arrested at his house. Wow. I guess they got arrested for assault on each other. I guess so. But if it was, like, (laughs) voluntary, that's what I'll understand. You know, like, if I say, hey, Tiny, I'm putting this vest on. Here's my 22. Shoot me with it. Like, I don't. I need a signature, bub. (laughs) I'm not just going to do that. (laughs) Like, like, how how can you be held responsible? You know, like, we agreed to do do this or whatever. It's like if we wanted to have a slap contest and we both broke each other's (laughs) jaw, you know, like, who would get arrested for that? If I'm the guy who's. Who's talking to the cops now? I am not saying this was voluntary. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I mean, if there's no uh, if there's no contract, there's no video right. of this. Oh no, man! Well, I did not tell him to shoot me. Once again, two dudes just being guys, just having fun, gets ruined by one of them's wife seeing what's going on. <laughs> you know, moral of the story: if you're gonna have some fun and shoot each other with your bulletproof vests on, then uh, 
then make sure your wife's gone, you know? You know, how about don't wear any body armor and shoot each other with a BB gun, okay? Yeah. I mean, that's fine. That stings, and we, the worst that's going to happen is you're going to lose an eye. We used to have BB gun wars when I was a kid. Yes. Oh, so much fun. So <laughs> much fun. Only one pump. But every once in a while, you get somebody you didn't like, you might <laughs> drop three pumps on them. Yeah. <laughs> Just let them know. Slide a pellet in there instead of a BB. <laughs> ah, man. It's a wonder I'm still alive. Some of the crazy stuff I've done. <laughs> yeah. I've never asked anyone to shoot me with a bulletproof vest on, though. So I don't own a bulletproof vest. Just I don't in case either. anyone's looking to kill me, now you know. <laughs> I don't own a bulletproof vest. But, uh, but yeah, I don't think I ever would do that. So man. that's kind of crazy. Well, let's move on to the mother of all birthday parties. This is, uh, this is a very short article. It's from Utah, and I just want a disclaimer, not Utah, Alabama, all right? This is from the state of Utah. It comes from KUTV.com. It's apparently the local CBS affiliate out here in Utah, and the headline reads, Utah mother charged for giving children lap dances, drugs, alcohol, <laughs> At a birthday party. That sounds like quite a party. It's an amazing party. Okay. Uh, sounds a lot like my bachelor party. So my mom wasn't there. So. Or the entertainment. <laughs> oh, we had some entertainment. That's a whole other story. I'll tell you about that one day. A Weber County woman is facing a slew of different charges related to her alleged actions at a child's birthday party at her Harrisville home. According to charging documents, 40-year-old Rihanna Renee Nivens partied with at least 12 minors ranging in ages from 14 to 17 on February 9th. She's like, I'm the cool mom. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm the cool mom, guys. Don't worry. You all just come on over. Police say during the party, minors drank alcohol and smoked marijuana. I can't believe minors would do anything like that. And Nivens knew about it, even joining in to drink with some of the teens. The miners told police at one point Nevins went upstairs where, according to court documents, she, quote, put on a risque outfit, which they described as red and black lingerie, which exposed the defendant's um, girly parts. Yeah, (laughs) important parts, unquote. (laughs) Police say Nevins danced sexually for about 10 minutes, including giving several miners lap dances. At least one miner recorded the events, according to police. Oh, this is the one that screwed it up for all of them. <laughs> Nevins is facing the following charges. Four counts of dealing in harmful material to a minor by an adult, all third-degree felonies. Four counts of lewdness, a Class B misdemeanor. And four counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor, a Class B misdemeanor. Um, and, Man. I mean, no mugshot. I wish there was, you know, just so I could see what it was, what the boys were getting themselves into here. <laughs> but there's no mugshot. I was, just, you know, poor, poor judgment on her part, you know. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You don't, I mean, whatever happened to the time honored tradition of sneaking around and drinking and smoking marijuana without your parents knowing <laughs> about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, you don't need them to join in and all this. And when they do, I mean, like, first of all, if that's your mom and she comes downstairs from lingerie and starts giving all your friends lap dances, that's embarrassing. Things have took a turn for the worse. Yeah, right. That's, and I haven't seen this mom. Maybe, me either. Maybe she's 
cover material. Uh, maybe so. I don't know. She may be like I tell a you candidate what. <laughs> to marry somebody who is going to get their head reattached to another body. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I mean, most moms, for the most part, <laughs> my wife excluded, <laughs> don't need to be given lap dances, you know? Yeah. I, was, I mean, yeah. let's just be honest here. Cause I tell you what, if, if you're that kid and that's your mom, your, uh, your friends, they're not calling you on the phone to talk to you anymore. No. No, no. they're calling to talk to your mama. Never letting you live it down either. <laughs> ever. You will never, ever live that down. They will bring it up every time you're together for the yes. rest of your life. So, and they'll probably talk about how that lap dance that your mom gave me was the best one I've ever had. Yeah, right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> even if it wasn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, even if they later at some point paid a professional to do it, <laughs> you know, who had a lot more experience and knew what they were doing. Um, but you never forget your first, <laughs> ever. Never forget your first lap dance. Just Especially it when it was your buddy's mom. Especially when it was your buddy's mom, for sure. <laughs> but there's a rash of, and I see this happening with, because I'm, she was 40, I'm 43 or 42. How old am I? I'm 42. That's right. Okay. And, uh, there's a rash of people my age who are parents who still think they're cool, you know? <laughs> right. And you're not cool. Like, once you have kids, you're not cool anymore. Like, right. can we all just get on board with that, you know? Because <laughs> they're like, one person was like, uh, what should I buy, a minivan or SUV? I can't drive a minivan because I don't want to be cool. I'm like, you're not cool. you got a kid. You're not cool. <laughs> An SUV is just a minivan with big tires. You know, that's all it is. Same thing, basically. So just go ahead and get the minivan and embarrass your kids like you should for the rest of their life so they will grow up to be normal people with a sense of humor don't be the cool person yeah you know because then one day you're going to find yourself partying with them and giving your kids friends <laughs> lap dances you know which is weird and that's utah which is like you wouldn't expect that out of Utah. wouldn't expect that out of utah you would expect that out of florida yeah alabama you could get <laughs> that in alabama mississippi sure maybe throw in georgia but that's about it. But Ohio, Ohio is like the Florida of the, you know, <laughs> yeah. Midwest or whatever. There's a lot of crazy stuff goes on in Ohio. Oh man. So, anyways, just if you're my age and you got kids, just quit trying to be cool. You're not cool anymore. All yeah. right. That's just my PSA for everyone. Stop trying to be cool. Embarrass your kids by being a dork, <laughs> so they will grow up and be normal. This last news story that I have here is a pet pig named Princess slaughtered by neighbor after he agreed to babysit the animal while police searched for the owners. <laughs> well, somebody, well, they didn't say how long, did they? Somebody got a little hungry. <laughs> a 400-pound pet pig named Princess was slaughtered by a neighbor who agreed to watch the animal after it got loose. Okay. The massive pig ran away March 13th and wandered from owner Carrie Hogan's mother's house in Artica, where the animal was being kept. Lost Coast Outpost reported. Okay. A post in the Humboldt Paul's Facebook page showed the animal had been wandering around Fickle Hill and eventually made it into Arcadia Police custody. When police responded, Princess was in a man's yard. Uh, SF Gate reported uh, that police asked the man if he could help keep the pig there, while they looked for the owners, and he obliged. He said, yeah, sure. Heck yeah, buddy. Absolutely. Put it right here in the yard. I'm closing the gate. Y'all have a good one. Just holler at me later. <laughs> Livestock escaping was common in this area, and asking a person to keep an eye on a man on an animal was also common practice. Uh, it says that the owner... Uh, so, hold on, back up. Princess had no identifying tags or markings. The owner was not difficult to locate as she was looking for Princess as well. 
However, when the police returned to where the pig had been left, he found that the animal was being slaughtered. There you go. <laughs> we were totally shocked and surprised to learn that the pig had been slaughtered, police uh, chief Brian Ahern told the outpost. There was no reason to believe that individual was going to do that, uh, which... And you know if he's yeah. if he's wearing a like an apron, <laughs> he's got his cleaver in his hand. Yeah. You know they came out. They're like, "What are and you he's doing?" Eating, he's like he's heating up this barbecue outside. Yeah, they came out. You know he was like, "Y'all said what? I thought you said skin it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just must have. I just misheard y'all. I thought you said skin it here. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, look here, y'all take some pork chops. I'm gonna get these tenderloins. <laughs> we'll we'll half up the bacon. Let's just call it even, guys. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that rhymed with grill or, yeah. <laughs> or cook or something. But anyway, God, I hate it. <laughs> says that uh, Hogan was horrified to learn Princess's fate. SF Gate said the pig had just celebrated his first birthday in January and had been bottle fed in Hogan's living room oh, since yeah. she was a piglet. That's going to be some good meat. <laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> as far as she knew, the man still had Princess's meat, and she wanted to keep anyone else from eating it. Oh. So. I would get it back if I was her. <laughs> if anybody's eating Princess, it's going to be somebody who loves her, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, APD handed the case over to the Humboldt County District Attorney's Office and believed slaughtering another person's animal is a crime, the outpost yeah, reported. I would say so. So, I mean, this is uh This is very redneck for California, right? <laughs> it is. I'm trying to find out. I mean, okay, I think there's a little bit of fault on everybody here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you gotta, ultimately, should, you can't go killing somebody else's animal without permission. That's true. But, I mean, if you just wake up and there's like a delicious succulent pig standing <laughs> I mean, in your front yard, do you not just look to the heavens and say, thank you, God? That's right. The Lord has blessed me. <laughs> yes. Well, I was going to say, you know, it is California. The guy was probably like, you know, yeah, you guys can leave the hog in my yard or whatever. And then he went around back. Smoked a joint, was hanging out with it, got a little hungry. It's like, you know what would be really great with some barbecue right now. Yeah. And that's what that's what happened. Like, the guy should not have told the police that he would keep the pig if his intentions were to eat it. <laughs> right. He should have told the police, hey, you need to get this pig out of here yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> the police... I don't think is it really on them to ask somebody to watch this pig? Probably not. But I, mean, think, I think you call animal control, don't you? Isn't that maybe. what you should do? I mean, I don't know how things yeah. operate in this community. Yeah. But you would think, all right, say you're in Fett County yeah. and somebody's cow gets loose and you got a pasture and they catch it over by your pasture, they may say, Hey, Mr. Sullivan, do you mind if we just right. keep this right here? We're gonna find the owner, he'll come back with a trailer and get it. And most people will be like, sure thing. You know, as I'm heating up the barbecue. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah. Sure. You're like, it's steaks tonight, baby. They <laughs> <laughs> come back, you're like, what cow? I didn't even see it. What cow are you talking about? And then obviously the lady who had it, I mean Tough. I mean, that's, yeah, that's tough for that's her. Tough, that's tough. That's her pet. You, it's on you to keep your animals locked yeah, up. Yeah, need to keep them locked up. Yeah. My dog got out the other day. I understand sometimes animals get out, but I mean that's yeah. If you don't want something bad to happen to them, it's right. on you to keep that from happening. Well, mine was 100% my, thought, my fault. I left the gate unlocked, and mm -hmm. next thing you know, I'm sitting in a meeting, and I get a text from my next-door neighbor says, hey, your dog's out, but I'm putting him back. He had called right. him. So, Fortunately, yeah. they didn't eat your dog. No, yeah, no. I mean, But if they had have eaten your dog, I mean— Well— I mean, I feel if it was me, I feel like well, a little bit of that's on me. Probably, you know? like, let me get a little taste. 
us and we'll see. What t- is it gamey? You know, I want to know what it tastes like. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I was a little disappointed Jay didn't run away further and me never see him again. But whatever. He decided to get caught in my next door neighbor's yard and come on back home. So, and now he barks all the time again, just like he always has. So, um, anyways, let's move on to our last story, another animal story. Suspected rhino poacher is killed by an elephant, then eaten by lions in South Africa. Oh, huh. this is well. The live action sequel to Lion King is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Only this is from CNN. Only a skull and a pair of pants remained after a suspected rhino poacher was killed by an elephant, then eaten by lions in Kruger National Park in South Af- uh, South African National Park. Nature is very efficient. <laughs> oh yeah, the incident happened after a man encountered entered the park with four others to target rhinos, according to a Park Service statement released on Friday. His family members were notified of his death late Tuesday by his fellow poachers and a search party led by Kruger's regional manager, Don English, set out to recover the body. Rangers scoured on foot and police flew over the area, but due to failing light, it could not be found. The search was then resumed on Thursday morning, and with the help of added rangers, was what was left of his body was discovered. Indications found at the scene suggested that a pride of lions had devoured the remaining living uh, re- the remains, leaving only a human skull and a pair of pants. Uh, Glenn Phillips, the managing executive of Kruger National Park, extended his condolences to the man's family. Entering Kruger National Park illegally and on foot is not wise. It holds many dangers, and in this incident, it is evident of that. Um, it is very sad to see the daughters of the deceased mourning the loss of their father, and worse still, only being able to recover very little of his remains. The four individuals who joined the illegal hunt were arrested Wednesday by the South African Police Service, and officers continue to investigate what happened. So, oh boy, God, what was coming to him? That's all I got. Don't say. poach animals. Don't poach rhinoceroses. I mean, it's one thing if you're shooting deer at night, which you shouldn't yeah. even do. You, you should, know, like I was spotlight say, that's deer. The rules. You shouldn't do that. Either. Yeah, definitely shouldn't do that. I'm not endorsing that. Right. But we got like a billion trillion deer in Alabama. So, and there's going to be like another right. another whole yeah, they'll have, generation yeah, next year. Yes. Yeah. But if you're hunting rhinos, I mean, this is what you deserve, really. So Yeah. And I I saw an interview with some tri- African tribe uh, one time. I don't remember where it was, if they were like in Nigeria or Kenya or somewhere. But they said the number one animal they feared out of all of them were elephants. So, oh wow, yeah, elephants don't play around apparently. Well, yeah, hippos—they kill more people yeah, hippos than any other are, animal yeah, in the rough. world, I believe. Yeah, but they weren't like around a river region, in right? Africa, well, I'm, so, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, but yeah, no, hippos, hippos are, are hungry. Yeah, they are very hungry, <laughs> very very hungry. <laughs> people are on the menu. Yes, they're also territorial, very territorial, and are just mean. I mean, and they will yeah. eat you in one bite because <laughs> they're big. They're not, you know, Jada Pickett Smith. No. You know, hanging out with Moto Moto <laughs> in the savannah. They're, they're very, yeah, very ill. Yeah. So, anyways, um, just beware if you're a poacher and you're going to Africa, you could get killed. Don't, don't be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, we're anti poaching. And if you're a poacher listening to this podcast in South Africa, um, just keep on downloading it, but just know that we're not happy with you. <laughs> I think if you want to hunt a rhino, then you should wait for the next rhino hut, hunt to come up on auction and pay $450,000. Yeah. That's all going to go to 
rhino conservation. Yeah. And then you go take out that one rhino it's like that's old and nearly about to die at the anyways. end of its life anyway, and yeah. he's taking out the younger rhinos. And then you can get vilified and on then Facebook. Get, and then you get vilified on the internet, and everyone <laughs> you know says that you're literally hit Right. If you go big game hunting now, you know, like if, if you're into big game hunting, which if you are, that's cool, whatever floats your boat, as long as you're doing it legally. If you're into big game hunting and you still post pictures on Facebook, you have to be <laughs> one of the dumbest people in the world. I bet you have trouble with a self checkout line if you're still doing that. You know, like, just keep those pictures to yourself, put them in your office, <laughs> yes. whatever, share them with your friends at church. Do not put them online. Yeah. Yeah, that's my advice to everyone just, about that. And I'm, you know, we're not making a judgment call on whether you should be able to do that or not. We're just right. saying don't. Yeah, just don't do it. Don't. Yeah, it's don't. like you know what if you think Hitler was a smart guy and he didn't do anything right, <laughs> just keep that opinion to yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> You can have that opinion. You're just really tone deaf and dumb if you put it online. Absolutely. You know? And maybe dumb in general anyway. Yeah, you could. Yeah, definitely. Just saying. Definitely. You probably have trouble with the self-checkout, too. <laughs> just go ahead and put it out there. All right. All right, let's do community news. Let's do it. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out. We're at at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, rhino poachers, and anything <laughs> else you can think of putting it on. Their spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of your own homemade potato chips. Your next-door neighbor isn't going to be able to do that, and you're just going to rule the block party on your block and lord over all your peasant neighbors who have yet to buy a chip cutter from Cajun Curl. You're going to have the Utah mom to come to your party. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> on the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Button Spice, but the Cajun Curl chip cutter as well. And you will find recipes that are mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer there, or you can order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. All of their products are made in the USA, and they have a little kick to it. It's low salt, it's all natural, and it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out. Order their product there. Use the promo code EOP10, that's the number 10, and you'll get a 10% discount. Because we, we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. I was about to hit it, man. I know. I'm sitting here going to sleep at the wheel over here. <laughs> I, I do that every once in a while. Yeah. We have a voicemail this week. Oh, we do? <laughs> How about that? All right. And... I haven't listened to these yet. Okay, unfiltered. So, let's, this is kind of risky. Let's rock and roll. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna hit play. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> I hope it's like f bombs the whole way through it. <laughs> well, let's find out. Hi. Um, thank you for your great podcast, uh, Christopher and 
And, John, um, you've helped me get through many hard moments, like when the bus broke down and I was listening to your podcast about um, the Chinese guy who sold his, I think, kidney for iPhone. Yes, but anyway, um, from Washington Post, there's a headline that says, first there was a transgender doll, then one with an amputated leg. Now these dolls with differences are giving kids a boost. So I hope I have enough time to also tell you that collegeraptor.com, another headline is, why are Ivy Leagues called Ivy Leagues? And badgerherald.com says, origins of the term Ivy League remains mysterious. So anyway, thank you so much for all your um, lighthearted moments that help me get through hard days, and especially when I'm walking through the chemtrails here in Boston. <laughs> and I'm also Haitian, so <laughs> I'm very eclectic, and I love listening to to podcasts like yours. And I'm a Christian also. I keep you guys in my prayers, and please keep me in your prayers, um, especially this coming Monday um, that the money I'm hoping for comes through. So thank you so much. My name is Clev, by the way, um, short for Clevinette. And also, I, oh, before I leave, also, my sister has uh, a website called EzzyLeeDanto.com, E-Z-I-L-I-D-A-N-T-O. She's a human rights lawyer. She has some very interesting articles. Anyway, thank you so much. Love you guys. Bye. Man, I'm, wow. I'm going to tear up here. I, am too. <laughs> I had no idea this podcast was, you know, I mean, beneficial to somebody besides just giving them, you know, just a couple you. rednecks to laugh at. But thank you so much. Yes. I oh, mean, man. and I, you're definitely going to be in my prayers. Yes. I hope whatever you have money wise has come through because by the time this hits, it's, you know, hopefully that's right. already happened. If it hasn't, as someone who has lost every single dollar <laughs> that they've ever had and ever worked for in their life, I'll just say this, that the Lord will provide for you and everything will, in the end, work out for the best. Doesn't mean it's always going to be easy and you're probably, you know, going to have some rough patches along the way, but uh, I hope it all works out well for you because, uh, you know, I know how stressful money things can be for sure. Thank you so much. Yes. I mean, and I'm, I mean, I honestly, I'm hand gonna, up. I'll be praying for you. And I'm going to check out your uh, sister's website. Yeah. And we I'll, might need a human right lawyer at some, <laughs> at some point in time. No telling what I'll get myself into, you know? And also, thank you for telling us the, uh, well, I mean, I guess the origins of Ivy are mysterious. Yes, right. But you know what? It's more than we know. You did more research than I did. <laughs> After I said I was going to go look it up, I still I completely didn't do it. So. about it, too. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so yeah, so thank much. You. And tell everybody in Boston about us, you know. Uh, I'm sure they would love to hear two rednecks on the radio. <laughs> yes. And any of your friends back from from Haitia that you may have, uh, yeah. or from Haiti. I'm sorry, Haitia. Uh, I did go to the <laughs> Ivy League of all community colleges. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, you uh, can tell shows. them about us, too, because we just love people. We love to laugh and, and help other people laugh, too, as much as we can. And I know sometimes we're probably better at it than others, but I'm glad that you called in. And you're my friend now, whether you want to be. <laughs> so yes. we're, we're best friends now, just so you know. You can find me on Facebook. I'll be praying for you. Thanks for listening. Tell, like, at least 100 people about this show. That's all we ask of you is just to tell maybe. Is that asking too much? Yeah. <laughs>
maybe so, but nonetheless, just do it. <laughs> like Mountain Dew, just do it. That's right. Yes, Mountain right. or Nike. Yes, right. Oh, you know what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. It is Nike. But okay, Whatever. I get what you're saying. Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew is do the do. Yeah, do the do. But you can do that too. Yeah, you can do the do with telling people to listen to this do do. All right, and we have some background music say. coming in. <laughs> Well, the uh, church pianist is beginning to play. Warmed up. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's time for us to go. That's right. But you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Mm -hmm. iTunes, Mm -hmm. iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're on them all. That's right. We are. If you would like to send us an email, you can reach us at earthoddity at planetmail.net. That's right. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity. That's right. Do you like pictures? Oh, yeah. Had two of them this week. Sometimes we post pictures. Two of them. And you can check those out. Right. Underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. That's right. Shout out to Sadie, our European listener of the year, too. And shout out to Clevinette. We That's have right. a phone number, That's and you right. can call it. Yes. You can leave us messages, and we'll listen to them. That's What's right. that number, John? 662-493-2059. I'm going to say it again so you can program <laughs> it into your phone. 662-493-2059. We hope everyone has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. All right. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. <laughs>